out of the darkness and into the light. I'm Johnny Metters, and together we're going to turn over Mossy Rocks and uncover the secrets your government doesn't want you to know. Welcome to Monsters, Mysteries, and Meddling into the Missing Molten Mass in the Middle with Metters, a podcast where we say where the media won't tell you the truth. Folks, I have learned a valuable lesson. Sometimes the truth is hard to stomach. Sometimes you make assumptions in life that you come to regret. It's easy to jump to conclusions and to believe conspiracies because it makes you feel like you stand out from the crowd. Well, lately, I've come to know that it's just as important to be a part of the crowd as it is to stand out from it. It's only together as citizens of this world, that we can overcome our oppressors. We stand on the precipice of great danger that I do not fully understand. Perhaps I never will. I say this because I have accomplished my life's work of coming face to face with the Gullah Kocha Kagator man. I did so when he saved my life. Then again, when he fought beside me as I squared off against the devil of Tate's hell. That's right, meddlers. He ain't no menace. He's a gallant gargantuan gator who grapples the gruesome with guile, (laughs) and he will guide us gracefully through the grueling gauntlet of this grudging gridlock that we face. God damn it, Johnny, I'm the crocodile. Told you so many goddamn times. I'm sorry that I... Hang on, it's not your turn yet. I'm sorry that I cannot reveal the true identity of this great hero. But I record this episode not without a consolation prize. Here, in my studio, is the Gullicochica Gator Man himself. How are you doing, Mr. Gatorman? Uh, man, I didn't want to... I made a mistake. I... (laughs) Cranky. Hello there, chap. You're cranky. You know, you know, if you really look at my, uh, at the shape of my nose, you'll see that I'm more of a crocodile than a gator, but... You have told me that before, and I apologize. I just don't really know the difference, to be honest. I just thought they were two words for the same kind of thing. Well, now, come on, Johnny. That's just... uh, (laughs) I think there's more... Uh, I don't know, man. What am I doing here? What did you want to talk about? I thought that it was important to tell the people that listen to my show a little bit about the challenges that we're up against, being the things that we faced here uh, the past, you know, few weeks. The island is in disarray. The lighthouse burned down. Uh, I've seen a a literal devil, and uh, quite frankly, it was terrifying. I I think the people want to hear something to give them hope. Um, the Piggly Wiggly's doing uh, buy one get one free. Any any meat you can get, you save a lot of money if you got deep freeze. (laughs) <laughs> I highly recommend it You know, Johnny, I thought we were just Kind of hanging out here, man 
Uh, I, I mean, yeah, but I, I thought you might want to be on the show and show people what a great guy the Gator Man is. We don't have to say, you know, say your name or nothing. I'm not trying to send people into a panic, man. I don't know what you. I mean, want from me? We told you that in confidence. My show's about the truth, Ray. I, I, I can't leave people in the dark on this one. Not when such horrible things are happening here. I, guys, global warming's real. You should really recycle. <laughs> I mean. I'm sorry, I guess I'll re-record the show without you sometime, and I didn't mean to throw this on you. I gotta go, man. I'll see you here in a little bit, though. All right. So you just just walk out? Yeah, yeah, I just walk out. So you climb the ladder out from the makeshift bunker under Johnny's shed, and I think when you get out into his backyard, he follows you out, and he... Says, hey, uh, hey, Ray. Johnny, I told you to watch the name, man. Well, I mean, the mic's down in in the basement. I, I'm not, rec- I'm not recording you. I'm not, not trying to record you here. I'm just want to have a talk. Yeah. You said we could talk. You said you'd answer all my questions. Hey, yeah, I will answer you all of your questions. You don't think it's important to get the truth out there about all these monsters, all this horrible shit that's been happening around here. Look, man, I think it's extremely important we get the truth out there. If I'm being honest, Johnny, I don't know it. I don't know the truth. So I don't want to get it out there yet. I don't know everything that's going on. I know there's a lot of moving pieces. And so there's no reason... To go telling the world one thing when it could be another. Mm. We're very close to knowing what's happening, but now's not the time. But I promise you, when I think it is, I'll let you know. All right. Um, well, uh... Hey, you know me, man. I'm just rolling with the punches I got. I know this is a big shock, but I'm not, I'm not much different than the guy you know. Okay. Um, well, I guess I won't put this episode out there just yet, then. I don't want to do you wrong. Hey, just, just trust me. Everything's going to be all right. We're going to figure this out. I've had a few speed bumps along the way, but we're getting close. Okay. You heading up to CJ later? Yeah. Pricey up there. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Later, <laughs> See you later, alligator. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Later, man. a week it's been you know your rest period everyone has um has taken some days to recover from their injuries i've been gone for the entirety okay then 
Katie, what has Sarah been up to? I've been learning how to use a sword. How to wield a sword, I guess. YouTube. Tight. I've been watching a lot of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Donnie situation? Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> as soon as you are uh, recovered and rested, you head to the sheriff's department. I think you find it. Lights off. Doors locked. You find it pretty empty. I'm going straight to Donnie's house. That's the next move. Okay. You show up at Donnie's house, and what do you do? You Do you knock on the door yes, like a yeah, normal I'm human like, person? I'm like, peep in his windows. I'm not a peeping Tom. <laughs> you did that to Bill, pretty sure. <laughs> no, I didn't. I knocked on his door. <laughs> I tried the window when I couldn't get through the door, and I still fell in my ass. <laughs> you are blown back from the door and you fall on your ass well i'm not possessed by the devil anymore um how's that feel by the way how are you feeling how's sarah um, feeling light and airy and like she could do anything <laughs> which is why she's showing up at donnie's fucking house <laughs> hell yeah whitney terrence comes to the door his wife and she says uh Oh, uh, hi, Sarah. Hi, Whitney. What's up? I was wondering if Donnie was around. How are you today? Should I ask that first? Can Donnie come out and play today? I'm doing just fine, honey, but, um, I'm afraid Donnie hasn't been around for a little while. Uh, he said he was real busy with work and, uh, for a bit, he said he had to work from the office, um, uh, the but de the department's closed. I don't know. Well, I understand that, honey bunch, but you know what's been happening on the island? Uh, lots of lots of scary stuff's been happening. He's been real busy. I mean, how long has it been since you saw him last? Well, you know, he gets real. He's real good at his job. He gets real. Uh, uh, real deep into the police work when when there's uh mysteries to solve and whatnot. But he's on the island. That's where you think he is. Well, he should be at the office. Is what he's been telling me. You don't think he's running around behind my back? I know I he's a handsome you, fella. I was just at the office and there was no one there. Sorry, Whitney. I didn't mean to get an attitude with you. I'm just worried about Donnie. I don't. I don't think. Well, shoot. Now I'm worried about Donnie. If he wasn't at the office, he must. He's not. He must be two timing me. Oh my god! He's such a handsome guy. I'm yes, sure every woman he, on the island, he sure every is. woman in Golakochika, wants a piece of him. <laughs> <sighs> Tell you what, I'll I'll go check it out. I'm gonna go see if I can find. I thought you said you already did. No, I mean I'm gonna go look on the island for him. I'm looking for Donnie. It's very important. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's very important. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give him a call right now and see, see if he's okay, see what's going oh, on. Can you like call him like right in front of me? Because I know he won't answer for me. Maybe he'll answer for you. <laughs> you know he won't answer for you. Have you tried calling him? Well, no. He maybe thinks I a try. lot of you, Sarah. <laughs> maybe I should try. He thinks the world of you, honey bunch. He fired me. Makes a lot of sense. 
I haven't had a dad for six years. Give me, give me a break. I don't know how nice older men should be. All right. Well, if you hear from them, let me know. And I'll call you if I, when I find out where he is. God, I hope he's okay. I'm sure he is. I didn't even think to, to question whether or not what he told me was true. I mean, I guess you have no reason to. Maybe I'm just paranoid. What am I going to tell little Emma Terry? Oh my god, <laughs> nobody's dead yet. <laughs> Let me figure it out. You think he might be no. dead? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've said too much. You're, you're really bad. <laughs> you must have minus one charm or something. <laughs> I do, it's true. All right, thank you. We'll be in touch. I'm going to hop off the porch. Okay. Bye-bye now. <laughs> She's clearly more distressed and worried than when you when you when she first came to the door. Oh shit! I also forgot I took the woman with the plan at the beginning of each mystery roll plus sharp. Oh well, that that is definitely yeah, it's definitely time to roll that I'll then. The woman with the plan at the beginning of each mystery roll plus sharp on a ten plus hold two on a seven or nine hold one. Spin the hold to be where you need to be, prepared and ready. On a miss, the keeper holds one they can spin to put you in the worst place, unprepared and unready. I love that. <laughs> Roll it. That is a nine. Okay, so you get to hold one, is that right? Yes. Cool. I need to write that down. <laughs> yeah, write that down for sure, because I won't remember it. Let me try to call Donnie. Uh, there's no answer. Okay. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Could I look at my like text thread with Donnie and see if he has locations turned on? <laughs> because my parents do that, and I feel like it's like it's a you know <laughs> an old person. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like maybe oh, I could find that's, him that way. That's kind of amazing. Um, <laughs> find my friends. I want to find my friends. I want to see if there's locations. Why don't you roll investigate a mystery? Alright. Okay. <laughs> Some fucking bullshit. <laughs> I have a plus three sharp and it's three on the dice so it's a six. Some Use a luck. <laughs> I'm not about to use one of my two lucks. God, it was such a good idea, too. It was a good idea. Give me something I, for my I good idea. I almost gave it to you. God damn it. <laughs> an experience <laughs> point. I did get an experience. Yeah, you get an experience. I think that you check your uh, location services, your Find My Friends app, and you see that the last. Uh, ping the last location of Donnie Terrence is at the boathouse where the GPD uh, boats are kept. That's something. I guess I'm going there. What is Ari up to when he has decided to return to the world of the uh, living? Living. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, I think he comes down the stairs to a empty infirmary expecting people to be there though he looks a little more relaxed like internally he 
a bit more of his hair is grayer. Some of his like lines are coming in more nice. Uh, I think since time is a little wibbly wobbly that he was there for quite some time. I think that when you get down into the infirmary, um, you feel your lighter uh, wiggling and out from it comes pool Ignis. Ignis, though their body is still blue with the wisp, there are little red sparks around uh, Ignis's body. But nonetheless, pool is ringing at you frantically, um, seeming that they are wanting to get back to their own affairs. I agree, Paul. Um, do you want me to try to do something about that lightning? Is it is it devil lightning? It's just little sparks. Okay. Like a pissed off anime? Little flecks of red in the blue light. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll... I don't feel like I should make a tear for this. I think we could just get there through one of the previous passages to the bazaar and get back to Sorcha's oddities shop where we did this deal. You get back to Sorcha's shop, no problem. Sorcha is happy to be back home. Uh, actually, Sorcha's probably probably went back of their own volition. They weren't trapped in your lighter. Pool leads you through the bazaar and then out into the woods and they lead you and lead you until the forest begins to grow more and more colorful and there are flowers abound um in fact some of the trees even seem to be uh giant blossoming flowers and uh then they arrive in a clearing and there is a um a very large uh house that is uh with spiring towers uh this is the castle of pool pendafig it's painted white uh it's mostly brick um it's got uh, different colored roofing uh tiles like some of the towers have um uh blue tiles some of the uh some of the side panels have red and yellow um it's a very colorful castle i obviously went down the wrong career path <laughs> is ignis here do you do you know um yes yes absolutely pool continues to lead you uh into the castle where there are uh soldiers uh, oh. in a very orderly fashion all along the pathway. And uh, they lead you to a throne where uh, Poole sits with a very blank expression on their face. Uh, but when, when Poole sees you, when Ignis in Poole's body sees you, mm -hmm. uh, they perk up and uh, stand up from their throne and uh start to um start to buzz over to you with their little fairy wings oh greet ignis and a hug if that's what they're going for <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think ignis happily hugs you oh, it is good to see you again ignis i feared the worst 
Would you like to get back into your normal form? Ignis nods and looks at their uh, looks at their wisp body, uh, but furrows their brow when they see the little sparking red. Yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. Can I check that out? Can I investigate this before Ignis switches? Sure. I guess that's up to Pool, not Ignis, but... Yeah, I mean, do you say something to delay Pool? I think I'll stand in between them to block the eyesight. Okay. And what are you doing to check this effect out? I think I'm just going to, like, touch it. I'm just going to move my hand through the red sparks. Uh, Yeah, why don't you investigate a mystery? Five on the dice plus two is a seven. Okay, hold one. What is being concealed here? I think from your prodding, you um, you touch Iggy and you feel nothing out of the ordinary. And then the red sparks are only occasional. They're little like little sputtering um, bits. And one of them sort of shoots out onto your hand and it doesn't cause you any pain. It just seems to be like a sensory effect that's a consequence of Poole getting hit by the lightning of the devil. I keep imagining it like when you're watching a campfire and those little pops shoot off of it. Mm-hmm. That's Is that what you're kind of saying? Like it's the regular fire and then there's these little sparks of red. Like Exactly, yeah. It's not fully lightning or it's not a huge extreme effect. It's just like little, you know, almost like if you're looking at a star, it'd be little like sunbursts coming off the side of it. And it's not constant. It's just every once in a while. Can I try to heal? Pool? Ignis? Uh, yeah, I think you can. I don't see why not. I'd like to try. Um, I'm just going to put a hand on either side of Ignis as they're floating in front of me or pool. I should say Ignis's wisp form and just try to heal with this green magic here that is seven on the dice plus two is nine heal three harm but it is exceptionally painful and leaves a gnarly scar on a nine (laughs) uh poor pool um interesting okay so yeah, so I think what happens here is you reach out to heal Ignis before uh, they return to their correct bodies. And uh, you, your magic roots out this remnants of devil energy, but it leaves behind some of its own. You see Ignis, you know, Ignis is a small moat of flame. And when you look at a fire the base of it, the innermost part of it is often a different color from the rest. Um, and so I think that you see that, uh, that like pit, that, um, uh, innermost part of the flame, uh, is just this little bit of green that, uh, fades out into the blue. There we are. Good as new. All right, back as you were. Uh, and they make eye contact, and then Poole looks at you and says, You couldn't have waited until I was in my body to do that? That hurt like crazy. Apologies, Poole. 
I was afraid the devil magic was still instilled in you. I couldn't take any chances before you switched over. Prince Pindafig, uh, now that you have returned in true, there is a lot of work we need to get caught up on that you missed here. And you turn to see Agent Marog of the FAE uh, skulking in the shadows. And Marog looks much different from the last time you saw her uh, in the Altamahaha mystery when she saved you. She doesn't look like a little girl anymore. Um, She is uh, certainly taller, although she has some um, control over her height when she's indoors. Uh, She's also like more buff, like she has more of an adult frame, and she's wearing the suit that she was wearing before. Um, But, uh, oh, and her hair is pulled back uh, to keep out of her face. Um, But yeah, she looks a little bit more gaunt, a little bit more tired. And I think she looks at you, Ari, and she says, "Uh, you, I... I know you. Time has treated you far better than it has me, Marog. It's good to see you again. What... What is your name? Ari. Ari Green. It's been some time for you, I should think. I... I don't know why, but I feel like I've met you before. Marog, we... We have met before. We have worked together before. If you ever have questions, I would be happy to answer them. You worked for the FAE? For a time. I know there are things that you don't remember. Things missing. Things lost. I didn't know it was possible to leave. I would be happy to answer your questions if you'd like to meet me in the overground. It's safer there to talk. Oh, okay. Um, perhaps I, I will. As for now, I have, I do have work to do. I've been waiting for Poole to return. Poole has been a great help to me. Find me in Golokotrika, Marag. I'll be waiting for you and you can ask all the questions you'd like. I think when she, when you say Gullicochica, she reacts to that word. You can tell that she's putting something together. I actually have something of yours there if you'd, if you'd like it back. Maybe a memory, something you've lost. Then I will see you again soon. I'll put out my hand to shake. It's a deal. She grabs your whole arm <laughs> with yeah, her hands. I figured. <laughs> so, Ray Ray, what do you do now that your hopeful chill hang with Johnny kind of was a bust? Do you have any big plans? Any thoughts? I really don't. I was just going to. I mean, I want to find Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 I don't have any big plans, but I want to yes. find big <laughs> <laughs> That's like big plan. Uh, is I need to find Bigfoot 
and make sure homie's doing all right. Sure. Um, other than that, I think I would just head to the retreat, check in with Carlita, just make sure. Is there anything in particular you're doing to find Bigfoot? Or are you just kind of <laughs> keeping an eye out? Oh, actually, I know what I need to do. Okay, I need to talk to Brittany. Um, because basically my goal is I've got this dart and I want to figure out what's in it. Okay. And I need to find someone. I don't think Brittany's that person, but I think Brittany can get me closer to that person than I know. <laughs> sure, sure. Where do you, how do you meet up with Brittany? You know what, I think we just end up going to the goal. I already told Johnny I'd be there at some point. Cool. So you arrive at the Gull, and Brittany is there waiting for you. She is drinking a beer and eating a cheeseburger. It's probably, like, late lunchtime. Oh, hey, Ray. Hey, Brittany. How, uh, how you doing? I'm pretty good. You Looks like you heal up pretty fast. I guess that's kind of comes with the whole territory. Yeah, it's a curse, I think. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I had a... Oh, uh, hey, Jay. Oh, hey, Ray. Hey, how you doing, brother? Hey, I was just, uh, I just saw Johnny not too long ago. He's pretty good. You know, he, he told me your big secret. <laughs> do, do what now? Yeah, he told me that you make one hell of a green bean casserole. He said you shared your recipe and he made it for us for dinner the other night. It was so good. <sighs> yep. Yep. Hey, can I get the usual... You want to sex on the beach this early? It's it ain't even happy hour. Yeah. Uh, who who am I to judge? I'm sorry. I'll, I got you covered. Thank you. <sighs> well, that was close. Brittany says. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Are you okay? You seem kind of on edge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just 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 a little bit. Sorry. Got a lot of there's a lot of moving parts going on right now uh i mean should shouldn't you be happy i mean sarah's free of her curse and you know i mean oh so so happy i'm so so very happy um so so hey i had a question i know you ain't no uh i know you ain't exactly a scientist or anything okay is are you is this a insult <laughs> Are you making fun of me? No, I just don't think. Well, are you? Are you a scientist? I'm just quite literally. I don't think you're a scientist. No, I mean, literally, that's true. Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, you're one of the smartest people I know. Oh, wow. So OK, I, so I figure you got to uh, do. Do you know a scientist? <laughs> scientist is so, sort of a broad term that <laughs> encapsulates a lot of different types of study. So, um, there's this organization that's kind of been after me. She leans in, very interested in the details. They're after a lot of things like me. All right. They know where I am. They they know pretty much everything about me. And they keep showing up with these. And I'll take out just the dart. Not the whole ass gun. I took it out of the gun. But... It's like the dart, which I imagine is like a little vial. Shit, is that is that drugs? I don't know what it is. And I'm hoping 
I'm going to whoever I can think of, and I I just thought of you first. I'm just trying to find someone that can help me figure out what this is. They keep shooting me with this damn thing, and it it keeps me from being me. Oh, like the other guy. Yeah. All right. I mean, I can take it to the hospital and see if someone can figure out, like, the chemical composition of it. That That's what you want me to do? As long as it... It's got to be somebody you trust. Because hmm. I don't know if there's something in there that'll tell someone too much about me. You know? But I just don't know where else to go. I just want to know what they're... I don't want them to use this on anyone else. And I, if I, I feel like if I figure out what's in it, I can figure out a way to stop it. Okay. Um, gosh, without knowing what's in it, it's hard to know. I mean, you know, I could give it to my friend who works in the lab and knows their way around chemicals, but I, if, the, if they find something in there that's like out of this world, I don't know if I can trust them with that kind of information, but I'll see what I can do. I, I trust you, Brittany. I just... Like I said, there's a lot of moving pieces in my life right now, and this is a big one. I don't feel like I can protect this place if I don't get to the bottom of this. These are not good people. They need to be stopped, and this is the first step in me figuring out how to stop them. Okay, I'll see what I can do, Ray Ray. I I appreciate you trusting me with this. This is, uh, this is intense. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. You've you've shown me everything I need to see. I I I know I can trust you. Thank you for everything. You're welcome. Here's that pina colada, Ray. Oh shit. Hey, no, you don't gotta remake. Actually, it's early. I'll have a pina colada. That sounds a lot better, actually. Hey, I appreciate you, Jay. I know you're 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 busy and all. Yeah, a lot of the bartenders quit after that ghost thing. Did you hear about that? That cult leader was up here and no. acting like a Johnny had to shoot him. Johnny had to shoot someone? Yeah, he uh, ended up okay. Um, I don't know if Johnny told you, but the Gullicoche Gator Man. And this ain't, I know, I know Johnny says a lot of things, but I saw, I saw him. I saw the Gullicoche Gator Man and he saved Johnny's life. And I think he saved that cult leader's life, too. Whatever was going on with him. Hmm. You don't say. I do say. Ain't that something? Hmm. It's, some, it's something. Yeah, I'll tell you what. For a minute, he, the way he was talking, he, he sort of reminded me of you, which is kind of funny. But I, I think I was just delirious. He clearly had some kind of... British or Australian accent. I can't place it. I don't know accents very well. <laughs> like me. Yeah, that's uh, that's me. Everybody's local gator man, you know? <laughs> that's a good one, Jay. Picture that. The, ga- the gator man running a gator retreat. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always thought he looked more like a croc, though. <laughs> you know, thank you, Jay. Uh, I got to get going, though, and I'll go and cash out. Um, hey, y'all, I, y'all have a good one. I'll, I might be back here later. Yeah, all right. I'll see you later, Ray. Hey, Britt, thank you. Yeah, of course. Tell Sarah I said hi. If you see her. All right, y'all. All right. Chug's a pina colada and leaves. <laughs> chug, a, chug a pina colada and take a stroll down the beach. You get the worst case of brain freeze. Brain freeze means something else here. <laughs> Actually, if it's a beach bar, it's absolutely open container, so I don't chug the pina colada. I'm just walking down the beach with a pina colada. the creator of Beholder to No One, a TTRPG podcast. Come join me for one of our four shows. On Monday, I sit down with a member of the TTRPG community and we discuss random topics in the tabletop world. On Thursdays, we alternate between either our non-D&D one-shots called Beholder to One-Shot, or we have our Cowboy Bebop-inspired actual play, Morning Blues. We also have a completed 26-episode horror-esque actual play called Behold Clearlight, and if you want to just binge listen to something, that's the perfect thing for you. There are a lot of things in the work for the future, so please come check us out on Twitter at Beholder to No One. Hope to see you there. Bye. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is your keeper Ian here. I want to thank you absolutely from the deepest part of my heart for listening to our show. Thank you so much. It means the world. If you want to help us out, you can tell your friends. Word of mouth truly and really is the best and most effective form of advertising for podcasters. Um, So do that. Tell your folks, tell your people, your pals, your buddies, your gaming friends, your table mates. Tell them about us. I've seen some discourse in the Discord. Some folks who thought that maybe the end of the last arc was our season one finale. But not quite. I want to clarify that. When we talk about arcs concluding, like when we do the end of session uh, questions from the Monster of the Week mechanics... That is what we consider the end of an arc. And an arc is sort of a monster, something that you might play out in one or two sessions at your table at home. Uh, so the first arc was the uh, the Trash Golem arc and then the Swamp Ape arc. So the last episode, while it was epic and fantastic, it was just the conclusion of the Exorcism arc, which, yes, granted, was <laughs> our longest so far, by far, actually. Uh, we are approaching the end of season one. There's a lot I want to tie up, and um, I'm leaving a lot of it in the hands of my hunters. Um, I don't have a planned way of them dealing 
with the solutions. Um, I mean, that goes without saying. Monster of the Week, you play to see what happens. But I just felt the need to say that because <laughs> it's really up to Cap, Katie, and Ryan to see how we conclude all this. So I have no idea how much longer the season is going to play out. Uh, but I do know that it will wrap up sometime this year. Um, so... Uh, stay with us, and um, I think this is going to be a really great finale, but hasn't happened yet. I think I can go ahead and say that Season 2 will be a completely different story. Uh, we are changing systems. We'll announce after the conclusion of Season 1 what that is, but for now, just bask in the mystery of it all. And don't worry, we'll still continue to make Patreon content and bonus stuff from our Gullicochica uh, characters because we love them so much and it's so fun. And then hopefully, if we meet that Patreon goal, I will get to run that prequel campaign, the Tallahassee Knights special. That'll be so, so fun. Speaking of which, our Patreon is wonderful. There's so much bonus content on there already, and I have been doing my best to get new content out monthly. So check that out if you're interested. If you're not, no worries. Um, you can find us, as always, on our Twitter and Instagram, at Shrimp and Crits. You can also come and talk to us on the Cast Junkie Discord server. Um, the link to that is always in our show notes. Um, if you're on Discord or if you're interested in checking it out, it really is a wonderful community. Cast Junkie has done so much, uh, really for me as a podcaster, specifically for our show, giving us a channel from early on in our existence, and it's completely free. Our Patreon Discord is a separate community for patrons only, uh, but the Cast Junkie you can get on right now. All you have to do is follow the link and have a Discord account, so... Um, come chat with us there. I would love to see you and answer questions and just say hello. We do listening parties there of the new episodes. It's super fun. If you haven't already, rate and review our show. Leave us some stars. Feed Ryan those delicious pointy treats that he loves so much. Our next episode will be out September 12th. And with that, we're going to get back to the episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. I guess we'll go to Sarah. Oh, I meant to ask you earlier. Do you have a expert playbook outfit? Like, do you have a new, do you have new digs? Or, or do you look pretty much the same as Spooky Sarah? I mean, I think I'm probably still relatively the same. Still like a tank top and jeans and a jean jacket. <laughs> denim on denim. <laughs> and some oh, cool Don't you boots. get... Don't you get armor as the expert? No, just her buckler. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do you carry that? Strapped to my back at all times, and everyone's like, "Why is she wearing?" That? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you have? Do you carry your sword and buckler with you, or do you leave that at home when you go on more mundane excursions like this? I'm gonna bring them in with me to the boathouse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I'm afraid. <laughs>
<laughs> the expert Sarah's not afraid. Katie's afraid. I imagine that the boathouse is a like kind of similar to a storage facility. You don't interact with someone to go in there, and you probably know the GPD's code to get in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm inclined to make you interact with someone who thinks it's weird that you have a sword and a golden shield, but um, <laughs> but I think you get in there just fine. And yeah, it's sort of a covered facility. There's a row of boats, and they're in a stream that feeds out into the bay, the Gullcochka Bay. There are some public boats stored here, uh, and then down at the end, the GPD has two uh, two boats, and one of them is missing. Okay. And I don't... Can I investigate to see if I see, like, any sign of Donnie? Like a shoe print, or he's dropped his badge <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> uh, uh, so you're just looking around the yeah. uh, boat storage area where... I'm looking around the area where the boat is missing in particular why don't you roll investigate a mystery plus sharp okay that's much better that's an 11 nice hold two what is being concealed here i don't necessarily think anything's being concealed here but i'm just curious you notice a shape in the water under the other gpd boat and you can't really tell what it is, but you can tell that it is moving or that it is hiding in a way. I'm going to ask what sort of creature is it? You, without getting any closer, it's underwater. And the water is, you know, not the clearest water on the planet. Um, but you do see that its skin seems to be almost dissolving as it sits there um like like it doesn't fully form a epidermis like it's like a partially melty if that makes sense gross like it looks slimy can i throw something in the water at it towards it (laughs) you throw something at it and it um <laughs> it goes deeper down into the water and you can't see it anymore. God damn it. I should have taken a picture of it and sent it to Ari. <laughs> um, by what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, are the keys in this other GPD boat? Or can I hotwire it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would have a key to the boat anymore. I can hotwire it. So yeah, you can get in there and hotwire the boat if you want to. Um, I won't even really make you roll for that. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Okay, you get the boat started. <laughs> <laughs> do I notice if the thing in the water like reacts at all to the boat starting? You so it takes some time, right? Like you have to untie the uh, ropes. Uh, if you ever been on a boat, I don't know. You have to untie the ropes. Yeah, we were just. Uh, I haven't on been a- on. A, I haven't been on a lot of boats, but I do know <laughs> that you have to untie the ropes. But yeah, you get this thing started, and it starts to pull out of the um, of the booth of the dinghy of the. 
God, I really need to Google some boat terminology. The dock? By the next session, I'll get some good boat. <laughs> boat. I'll Google boat stuff. Uh, you pull away from the dock, and then suddenly the whole thing rocks uh, as if you hit something suddenly in the water, and uh, you hear the propeller going. You hear the engine whirring, uh, but you're suddenly not moving. You're being uh, held there in place. That's weird. Oh, I should have fucking used trust your gut from the beginning. I just completely forgot I had it. Is it too late to use trust your gut? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could do trust your gut. Um, but I think this situation feels more like a read a bad situation. Yes. <laughs> I want to read a bad situation. Okay. Roll plus sharp. Hold, hold one. That is a 10. Okay. Um, then hold three. For Rita Bad. What's the biggest threat? Uh, you look around the boat and you see that uh, there are limbs, uh, arms holding on to the side of the boat, and you can see this strange, muddy flesh. Parts of it actually come out of the water, and you see sharp objects from these limbs uh, piercing the side of the boat, not to like completely damage it, but to hold it in place. And that's the gr- that's the biggest threat. What's my best way out? <laughs> <laughs> I will answer this two ways. You're still close enough to the dock where you could jump off the boat. Uh, and this thing, uh, as of now, has stayed mostly submerged. Uh, so you could just jump off the boat, although um, you're leaving the boat itself to no certain fate. Um, or you could try to stop this thing from holding on to the boat. Those are your two ways out. Does what's most vulnerable to me mean like what's its weakness? Because that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> what's I... my best way in be? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i think what's most vulnerable to me uh is yeah sort of like what is what's what can i yeah exactly the weakness kind of thing <clears throat> i'm gonna say that um i mean given what you know it's these limbs that are connected to the boat that's the only thing that's vulnerable to you without jumping in the water which with aquatic monsters it's rarely the (laughs) rarely a good solution should i try to swipe with my sword or should i pull out my magnum in keeping with your what is most vulnerable to me question i think that you're probably better off shooting at its limbs without trying to awkwardly stab your sword downward that's what i was thinking i feel like it would look very strange it is what it is. I'm going to try to shoot it. <laughs> try to shoot it. Awesome. I'm not even going to make you roll kick some ass. I mean, this thing isn't fighting you. You just shoot its <laughs> arm. Uh, the shot rings out, and you see the arm let go of the boat and retreat back into the water. As you shoot it, it like the bullet seems to go straight through the arm like there's little to no resistance and 
the part of the arm that the bullet goes through, if you picture like clumped together mud that just suddenly dissolves, disperses into the water, that's kind of what happens here as it retreats back into the water. The boat suddenly lurches forward um, and out into the stream that feeds into the bay. Okay, now I want to use Trust Your Gut. Okay, so you get out onto the bay and you are attuning into your intuition. I just know that the last place Donnie's phone picked up was the boathouse and there's a boat missing. So I feel like he took the boat somewhere and I just am looking for Donnie. Okay. Um, then yeah, roll plus weird. Could be worse because it's a plus zero, but it's a seven. So the keeper will tell you a general direction to go and take plus one forward as you explore. I think that something isn't adding up. Um, like, obviously, it doesn't make sense that Donnie would close the sheriff's office in the first place, but then also not go home for a long stretch. I think something is telling you. God, I feel like this is too specific for your mixed success, but whatever. I think something's telling you to go back to the police office that. Okay. Like, if there are clues to be found, it's going to be there. I don't think I can get to it by boat. I think I have to go back and park this goddamn boat. <laughs> it's a fucking waste. I think that you would probably know that there's like a dock near to the police station. Okay. Like, where you just got this boat was where they lock up the boats when they're not using them. But there's a dock mm -hmm. closer to the police station for when it's, you know, they're being used. Because the GPD doesn't need to use their boats all the time. That's what the Coast Guard's for. Now my motorcycle is abandoned. But you have a boat. Okay. I'm not happy. <laughs> Not happy about my boat. I think as you head to the police station, we will move on to Ari. The only thing I keep seeing in my head is Ari going to different places where he thinks Sarah and Ray are and walking in and being like, hello. And it's just an <laughs> empty room. <laughs> the infirmary, the office, Sarah's house. Okay. But other than that, I would like to meet up with my friends before I do anything extravagant. Sarah's on a boat. I don't know that. Ray Ray was at the gull walking down the beach with a drink in his hand. Um, <laughs> yeah, things aren't looking good for you meeting up with your <laughs> friends at the moment. Camilla might be at Sarah's house. <laughs> if you go, if you said you go, you might go to Sarah's house. I figured Camilla would be down. Yeah, like <laughs> go down to Barb's hut <laughs> looking. Where, what does Ari do when he has nothing to do? Or oh, is there anything, I mean, you're looking for them essentially to talk about the bigger picture, is what I'm getting the sense of. Yeah, I think there should be a team meeting. I've been gone for a week, I don't know what they're up to. I suppose I could just find a phone somewhere. So is there, I mean, yes, you could do that, but is there something you want to do, like, look into if you can, you know, the light, the lore the mystic library or whatever it is that's in the retreat now? Yeah, the mystical library. Um yeah, that's not a bad idea. I would like to, I guess I need to figure out a way to close the portals to Atlantis, right? I'm trying to think of pressing matters. 
there's two of three portals open, right? Yes. So I think collecting any and all information on both passages, portals, tears, anything like that, and Atlantis, and almost setting them out on the ground in a rune around me. Oh, cool. And then putting that uh, mirrored glass in the center of the rune to like activate it and try to cast the bones. Okay, roll it. Plus weird. It's plus sharp, surprisingly. Plus sharp, surprisingly. That is, yeah. I, I would have guessed weird myself. It's good to change it up every once in a while. Five on the dice plus seven is a hold one. Okay, hold one. What can hurt it? What can stop these portals? I think that in the mirror, you see flashes of different things. You see ocean water um, lapping up onto the steps of the Golden Gull as the island sinks into the ocean. Um, You see the portals that you have seen before uh the one that looks like a doorway cut into the stone under the cement factory and the one that's more horizontal on the old foundation of where the lighthouse used to be um and you also see another one um that uh seems to be actually submerged in water at least partially the stone kind of right under the lapping waves You see hands, uh, maybe your own, maybe someone else's. You can't really tell. You see hands manipulating runes. You get the sense that canceling these activated portals does not completely reverse the coming of Atlantis. It Perhaps it slows it down. In terms of what can hurt it being... Uh, this phenomenon of Atlantis replacing Gullicochica, once that third portal is activated, your best bet is to redirect. Find somewhere else for this dimension to connect with the Overgrown. Well, isn't that interesting? Any thoughts, Ignis? Hmm. Me too. I think the rest of the time until others get back to the infirmary um, will be spent kind of cleaning up the area a little bit. Uh, if Seed had left anything there and just continuing to, I guess, look for a place that we could put it. I mean, even that is just, that's like overgrown knowledge. Not really mystical knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to try to look for a suitable location somewhere because they've threatened to take Golakochka, right? Not Florida. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So I know the about size that they need. Yeah, I think that part of the obstacle here is that the portals are where they are are where they are. Yeah, they uh it doesn't make a lot of sense that they're here in Florida, but um they are kind of determining where Atlantis 
So I need to look into redirecting the magic before I look into where to put it. Yeah, both are questions. Yeah, but but I will. This is what I'll say. Both of those things are unprecedented feats of magical prowess. Not to say that they're not something you could pull off because you've done a lot of unprecedented shit. Can I try to investigate the mystery of the vision I had of the third portal? Um. Yes. I'll give you minus one forward on that because you're you're trying to get details from a glimpse, a flash in a pan. Sure. Ten on the dice plus one is an eleven. Okay, hold two then. One of the phenomena investigating questions is what will be affected next. Sure. Which is a little better than where did it go? I think you remember in these flashes, maybe something that happened really quickly, you saw this third portal, and you saw it being activated. And you see these multicolored runes begin to uh, glow. And to answer your question, in this very quick scene, you see that when this is activated, you see droplets in the water that is covering the top layer of this uh, portal. And you see it begins to rain. What is being concealed here? Again, in these quickly changing visions of the future, there is a very brief glimpse of the passage from a more zoomed out area. You see that there is no discernible land near the passage. It seems to be in an open ocean area just kind of hovering there just beneath the surface of the ocean hey rooster are you in there uh yeah playing playing cart you know carting it up in here how long has it been do you do you know it hasn't been like decades has it everything looks fairly the same what would you mind texting um ray ray and sarah for me and Asking them to meet me, I suppose, here. Would you ask them to meet me here? Tell them I'm back. All right, Ray Ray, you, last we heard from you, you grabbed yourself a to-go cocktail and you began walking down the beach. What, remind me of your, what's your, what's your aim here? What exactly are you looking for? Oh, I'm just heading towards uh, the old gear hideout. Oh, okay. I'm on the hunt for Bigfoot, Ian. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm on the hunt for Bigfoot, and I feel like he's got some pretty easy steps to track. So I'm going to go start looking at those steps. So the gear hideout is actually back on the mainland, but you would have no problem getting there via swimming because you can swim real fast. How do you approach this hideout? Well, I just down to sex on the beach. (laughs) Mm-hmm. As you do. Actually, no, it was a pina colada. Because Jay gave me the wrong drink and I accepted it. Oh, yeah. It's fine, because I love pina coladas. If you like pina coladas. So I think I'm pretty laxed. Okay. It's not like a lot of drink to where I'm like drunk, but I'm laxed. So I'm kind of just strolling around. I want to take a look 
I think I just kind of stroll around the facility. Sure. That I haven't seen since I broke a lot of monsters out of it. As you approach from the outside, you head east down the beach. Um, well, there's not really so much of a beach here. You know, there's a there's the seaside highway that is like literally right up against the water in most places. Maybe little patches of trees. But the hideout itself is kind of halfway between uh, the the bridge to the island and the neighboring town of Pickett, which is still very much rebuilding from the storm that the Sky Song summoned. From the outside, you see the garage door that you exited from. The building itself, maybe you didn't get a super good look at it before you, because uh, you were like literally running for your life when you left. Oh yeah, I was storming out. The building itself is just moss-covered, ivy growing over it. Uh, in places, the sand and the earth is piled up to where you can't even really tell that it is as large. You know, it's it's cleverly obscured. Florida's pretty flat, but they've done some work, certainly, to make it seem like there's not a massive military facility here. And uh, But yeah, you do see the the place where you exited from. What do you do? Um... So I think I'll start by just walking through the actual facility. Okay. Like like I want to enter and just kind of walk through and see if there's anything left over, anyone left over, anyone camping out. Okay. Uh, and then my goal after that will be to walk around, I'm assuming, the north of the facility, which is the direction of the paper mill. Oh, gotcha. I believe, right? To see if there's any tracks of something coming back. So that's ah, like gotcha. my big, my big plan here. Is so you're trying to get a general layout and then also like figure out if there's another entrance slash exit that the Bigfoot might have returned through. Yeah. As you step into the garage area where you, you know, where you exited from, it is dark. Uh, there is light coming in from the outside you know, if if you leave the door open, and I guess you can see probably pretty good in the dark anyway, uh, with your <laughs> with your gator vision, and uh, you see the general wreckage and chaos. Oh, I will stress, I am in my croc form. That makes sense. That makes sense. You start to walk cautiously through the wreckage of the garage. Lots of partially destroyed vehicles and whatnot. You can't help but get the sense that you're being watched. Um, so I think I think you'll probably, you know, I know you're trying to investigate here, but I feel like before you are able to get far enough into the facility to look around, uh, you should probably read a bad situation here in the garage. All right. I was hoping you'd say investigate a mystery, but that's fine. <laughs> it's plus sharp. That... Is a nine on the dice plus one. That's a ten. All right. That's a big difference. You get to hold three. If I'm holding three, I want what's my best way in. Because you said it's before I even get into the facility, right? Right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah, I want what's my best way in is one. You look ahead of you into the garage and you see the large bay door where Bigfoot originally crashed out of when you were in here fighting McCoy. Um, that is not 
if you think you are being watched, which you can't really tell if you are right now, um, you just kind of get this eerie feeling in here. But if there is something in the darkness, you get the sense that you probably don't want to take the wider hallway. You probably want to uh, take the narrower hall that you came out of when you were leaving the facility and you see that door as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that you hear a sound and you, you're just looking around and you can't see any shapes, but you uh, hear some murmurs and some scurrying around and you can definitely tell that there are multiple uh, things out there in the darkness. Okay. What's the biggest threat? <laughs> I think it's going to be whatever is out there watching you. I Again, I don't think that you can see what it is. I think that you're just looking around and you hear very subtle little scurries and little scampers, like could be mistaken for rats uh, moving throughout this abandoned facility. Um but the biggest threat is whatever is out in the darkness around you. Uh, well, I'm going to come in here if y'all want to join. Or you can just keep creeping out here. That's fine, too. There's no answer. Uh, so I'll go into the facility uh, through the narrow hallway. Um, yeah, you walk in through this hallway that you fought your way out of before, and you notice that there aren't any bodies of soldiers, which is odd because, uh, you know, there were lots of bodies here when you left. Uh, and it, the facility definitely seems abandoned. You don't understand who would have cleaned all of this up as you move through. And uh, and yeah, as you start to get a feel for the layout of this facility um, and you're looking around, kind of looking for signs of Bigfoot returning, now you can investigate a mystery. Uh, I get plus one because of my superior senses. Nice, nice. From Shapeshifter. Fair enough. That is a 12. Okay. I, we're going to reach the finale and I'm just going to die because he's it's starting to bum me out how well I'm rolling because I really want another level up. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's the I mean, that's how the game balances itself out and creates longevity where uh, it doesn't seem like there is at first, because once you level up all your stats, you don't level up as much. So uh, because you roll you know, obviously roll better. So, all right, well, you get to hold two. I'll start with what happened here. What happened here? As far as, you know, you explain, like, there's no bodies. Right, 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 right. Like, it's been cleaned up, so. You happen to walk by, one of the first rooms you walk by is that computer room that you were in, that you got information from, and that you talked to McCoy and, and then fought McCoy. Um, and you see that this room has been cleaned up a little bit more than the rest of the facility that you've seen so far. Uh, the broken screens have been 
removed, at least some of them. Maybe they haven't been removed, but you can tell that they've been rearranged to where all of the screens that are functional are in one place and the broken screens are off to the side where they aren't um, a nuisance. Uh, but and you can see that this room is cleaner and that there, you know, the even even blood that you uh, saw in here from the fight you were in has been cleaned up. Right. I guess what is being concealed here would be very close to the same question. Wouldn't it? Um, kind of, but I could I have more I could reveal. Actually, I'd rather just where did it go? I was going to say, but if you're talking about, like, finding Bigfoot specifically, I feel like where where did it go is yeah. better. Yeah. Where did it go seems to make a lot more sense. You walk around the facility a little bit. You find that there aren't a lot of entrances and exits that would be large enough for a Bigfoot to enter and exit from, or at least not this Bigfoot. You find a second garage that might be street-facing. But it's completely intact, like the hasn't been ripped out of its hinge. There's no sign that Bigfoot was here. But you recall that when you peeked into that computer room, you recall that there was a blinking screen. And so you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll go check that out. And you go, you go take a look at that and you find a list of monsters. Uh, many of them are familiar to you. Uh, one of them is you, and it has your location pinged, and you see that Bigfoot is on this list. Uh, so does it show my location, like, right now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'd like to click on Bigfoot. Really, I'd like to click on everything and see what's all still in Gullicochka. Ah, fair enough. You see that Bigfoot is at the Gullicochka dump. Leo! <laughs> we had to bring him back at least once. Leo! <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think with that, we'll move on to this is probably a good time to switch to Sarah. OK, so I am back at the police office. Yeah, I think I mentioned there's probably a dock, a more like uh, short term dock just for the cops using the boats when you don't want to take it all the way back to the facility in the bay. So, yeah, you can dock it near the sheriff's office in Gullicochica on the mainland. And yeah, head over and. The door's still locked. There's still no sign that anyone's come in or out, uh, at least not readily apparent to you right now. If you want to break the door and you can just do that. I mean, it's not subtle. Yeah. Do I not know from like when I worked there, there's like a window that always gets left unlocked or <laughs> something similar? Huh. Fake rock. I mean, yeah. it's Donnie Terrence. There can't, exactly. can't that, be that's that a good much point. security. There's so probably a gnome dressed as a cop that has a key <laughs> that under would it. Be funny. There's an underground bunker that leads from the. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't give them ideas. Ever since that time when uh, Greg went out of town after locking up and forgot to leave the key, <laughs> Sheriff Donnie has left a key under a rock somewhere. And yeah, I think that it's there. I think that you're, that's like, that's a clever solution. I think you're able to get in. No problem. 
<laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> okay, I want to look around. Do I see any signs of anyone? Is there, there's like no lights on whatsoever in any of the offices? There are no lights. It's uh, kind of unnerving because it's the middle of the day um, and you've never really seen it like this. Uh, why don't you roll investigate a mystery as you look around for signs of life? That is an 11. Nice. Hold two. Okay, I'll start with what is being concealed here. As you move throughout the sheriff's office, you go through the door into Sheriff Donnie Terrence's office, and you can hear a sound coming from the closet. Oh, God. <laughs> a knocking. Okay, I want to make it clear I have my my gun, my sword, and my shield because I didn't want to leave anything <laughs> on the boat in case the boat got taken or some shit. Do you have you have them all in your hands? You have your your sword in I one hand, your on gun in the back. other. I don't know because that's fucking <laughs> badass. Also, I just carry I carry a really big purse. I don't. <laughs> oh my god! My sword, my sword is retractable. <laughs> I'm gonna open the door, Katie. You know they have these things. Uh, for both guns and swords that you can (laughs) keep them holstered readily available on your body okay that's what it is and i'm wearing my shield on my back i look like a turtle (laughs) cool anyway you move towards the noise in the closet i think that as your footsteps get closer the clanging gets more frantic and the pounding on the door almost becomes like this really like loud, intense knocking. And you hear like. Oh, it's a dog. No, just kidding. I'm going to open it. <laughs> it sounded like a dog. <laughs> I'm going to wrench it open. Out from this small closet crashes Sheriff Donnie Terrence, who is hogtied and um he hits the ground with a thud and looks up at you with this like really intense look and then he seems kind of relieved i imagine he's covered in piss and shit because i don't know how long he was in there i was literally about to say covered in piss and shit that's so funny oh my god i feel like he's covered in piss and shit and probably has lost like at least 10 pounds (laughs) How long do you think he's been in here? (laughs) I thought he'd been in there for like a week. He's hogtied. He's hogtied, yes. Does he have a gag in his mouth? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take the the gag out or the tape off or whatever. Oh, my God, Sarah, thank you so much. Good Lord. Donnie, how long have you been in there? I've been locked up in here for quite a while. I can't believe I'm surprised you haven't come to check up on me. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Sarah. What did I, what the hell did I even hire you for? We were kind of busy. Busy? Yeah. It's a long story. Who did this? Jill. She made me call everybody and tell them that the sheriff's office was closed. I'm surprised everyone bought that story. What the... F- what? I'm pardoning my French, but and I never say this word, but what the 
fudge. <laughs> I really wanted you to say fuck because I thought it'd be funny. Sarah, I would never. The good Lord would never forgive me. Yeah, I, I was. I didn't get suspicious until I talked to Greg. What the hell is that good for nothing up to right now? He he better be he better be hot on Jill's trail or some crud. He's in a cult. He's in a what? He's in a cult. It's a long. Everything's a long story. Where's Jill? And, uh, hang on, hang on now. He's in a <laughs> cult. I closed I mean, the office for a week, and he joins a cult. Did you expect any less? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Good Lord, Greg. Good Lord. Every time I want to give him an inch, you know, he proves himself completely useless. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I absolutely know what you're talking about. Where's Jill? And what? why? Why would she close the department? Well, I was hoping that you might know... Uh, but she obviously didn't want me looking around and whatever she's got going on, she's hanging with hanging out with some woman who's got her skin painted all colorful. So it it might be some some kind of thing in your you're like kind of like a shark attack situation. A woman who's painted all colorful? I didn't get a good look at her. They've had the lights off and they had me locked in this closet. They only let me out take a dump in that bucket. I was wondering why it smelled worse than usual in here. <laughs> okay, I'm going to untie Donnie the rest, <laughs> the rest of the way. I guess I could do that now. Donnie, are you, are you hurt? He begins to rub his limbs where they were bound, kind of massaging and stretching for sure. I would want to stretch after I was tied up in a closet. All right, let me just use the poop bucket, and then we can get going. <laughs> you see, yeah, he starts. Shitting. <laughs> no, he, he knows there's a bathroom in here, but but he, he he's grown to like the bucket. Stock, oh Stockholm God. syndrome for the bucket. Are you hurt? Hurt? I mean, I mean, I'm sore as all get out, but I think I'm all right. You should probably text Whitney and let her know you're okay because I might have freaked her out a little bit. Oh, um, you got my phone in here somewhere? Okay, I'll text Whitney. <laughs> we don't have time to look for your fucking phone, Donnie. <laughs> you're so mean to Donnie. <laughs> he's well, I was about to say he's not my boss anymore, but I guess he is. You can call his phone, see if it rings. Well, no, his phone, I know where his phone is because the last time that it tracked his location. Mm. was by the dock, so I know it's not here. Donnie, did you go to the docks at all? Is it possible they took your phone and dropped it at the dock? Because that's the last location that I could find you at. I mean, yeah, uh, Officer Pale's got my phone, and, uh, you know, she she brings it in here when she wants me to call somebody or text somebody, but I don't have it. Did she give you any indication of where she's going or what she's trying to do? Oh, man! Check this out, Sarah. This is why this is oh, check, this is police work uh, uh, in action. All right, we're gonna log into my computer at home and we're gonna see if we can track the last known location of my cellular device. They they can do okay. that now. You know, it's very high tech stuff. I already did that, Donnie. It's done. What? Well, I'll be all right. Where do we and go? Your phone was at the docks. The doctor has my phone? No. (laughs) 
What? I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I know it's not a good time to be kidding around. It's not a good time. It's definitely not a good time to joke, man. Could I try on my phone again just to see if it's updated his location by any chance? Maybe I have better signal now in the police office where there's actual Wi-Fi and shit that I can join. No, I think that I think it's still it still has been a while since it's picked up the location. And the last time it was, it was at that dock. Okay. You still have one hold for investigate a mystery. Oh, yeah. Where did it go? (laughs) Glad you remembered because I fucking (laughs) forgot. (laughs) Uh, I think that you you are maybe, you know, in frustration, just look away from Donnie because he's a frustrating person to interact with sometimes. (laughs) And you look on his desk and you see that there are strange markings. And there's a lot of stuff scribbled there. And you see that there are a set of coordinates. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to enter them in on my phone. It is out in the middle of the ocean. Fuck. Like, and it's pretty far (sighs) out there. It's nearly like, uh, it, it is like 20 miles off the coast. Like that, that it's that far. Are they in the fucking ocean? Are they in Atlantis or are they actually on the ocean? That's not one of the questions on investigation. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. When you say colorful, was she like opalescent skinned? Opalescent like uh, like Ari's badge? No, no. It was more pearlescent, like a pearl. Oh, fuck. Like I got my wife. There's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, tell her. I didn't know you were so smart about gems, man. Every year for my for our anniversary, I I, I drop a, a nice pearl necklace on my on my wife's <laughs> neck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> delete! That's the grossest thing you've ever. It's a Donnie T- Terrence family tradition. Oh no! <laughs> I was too naive. I thought it was a nice thing. I just envisioned like 45 yeah. pearl necklaces stacked up on Damn. Whitney's neck. Like, <laughs> like those like stacking necklaces, okay? Well, she doesn't wear them all at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gross. Delete. Delete this whole podcast. <laughs> Wash our hands of this. <laughs> yeah, I need a mouthwash. <laughs> Donnie does not mean that dirty, dirty thing you guys are talking about. Donnie is No, I was naive. I thought it was a nice... Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Ian is a dirty dog, but Donnie Terrence is a nice boy. She was pearlescent. You didn't catch a name or anything? I didn't know we had those, uh, you know, like anime conventions down here in in Gullicochka, but maybe it's going on up in Tallahassee. They got all kinds of weird weird stuff up there nowadays. What was her name? Did you catch the name? I didn't have the chance to ask her name while I was tied up and gagged in the closet. All right, Donnie, you need to get home to Whitney so that she knows you're all right. I thought you said you texted her. Oh, yeah, but you should probably, like, show up so that she knows I'm not lying <laughs> to her. We didn't have the best interactions. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of rude sometimes. Yeah. 
It's minus one charm, <laughs> man. It just happens. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm gonna go figure out where Jill went. Do you want me to arrest her for kidnapping you? <laughs> for holding you hostage? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, Sarah? Why do you think... And you wondered why I fired you for being a bad deputy. Yes. You you arrest someone if they tie you up, if they tie up their boss, and let alone if their boss is the sheriff. To be quite honest, in my field of work, most of the time, people just die. (laughs) They get killed. The bad guys. Well, that's, that's pretty morbid, Sarah. Okay, so you would rather me arrest her? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yes, good, good, good God. Okay, I'm starting to rethink this whole bounty hunters. This whole bounty. I mean, you turned me into this. This is all your fault, Donnie. I maybe would have chosen the divine if you hadn't fired me. <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> if Jill is some kind of like werewolf or something, then yeah, shoot her with a silver bullet or whatever. But but. Uh. I think she might be worse. If this, if she's just some, yeah, uh, you know, imposter locked me up, then yeah, we want to put her in jail. Try put her through the just. You know, there are a lot of people who have lost faith in our justice system here, uh, and 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 you know, I still think that that if you put someone through the system, that justice is going to get done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think she's worse than a werewolf, Donnie. So let's go. Let's go down to the to the. You know, to the to the docks. Well, there's two boats. If they took one of the boats, we can go get the other boat, and we can go find where they went. And we're gonna get them in, in a jail cell. Uh, I, I maybe we have some kind of magic jail cell that that Ari can help you with or something, <sighs> and get the shark lady in there. I just told let's go. You that I got I got the boat. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> well, All right, I, go. All right, Donnie. Whitney was was I fucked up and I made Whitney think that you were cheating on her. And I really think that (laughs) you might want to go. (laughs) You might want to go explain yourself so that she, she, she knows that you're not, you don't want your family to fall apart, man. I mean, you got Emma. (laughs) That's a pretty good reason. So yeah, roll. (laughs) Very good reason. (laughs) Plus charm. Or minus charm, I suppose. I oh my say. god, that's boxcar, so it's fucking 11. <laughs> nice. Then they'll do it for the reason you gave... Yeah, he looks at you and he's like, you couldn't have led with that? Sarah, you got some problems. Go find Jill. <laughs> put her in some handcuffs and put a dingy-dang harpoon through the shark lady or whatever. Nice. Okay. I'm gonna go salvage my marriage that you tried to destroy. <laughs> I didn't try to destroy it. And then I'm going to find Greg, and I'm going to slap him upside the head. That's a good idea. You should do that. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye now. (laughs) Be safe, please. I'm not the one that's going to, you know, go find out what these two magic ladies are up to. I don't, you know, whatever. I'll be fine. Just use Whitney's phone to call me if you need me, okay? If she lets me back in the house. Sorry. Bye-bye now. Bye. Over now. 10-4. I do want to text Ray. I think when you look at your phone, you see you have a text from Rooster. What does it say? 
Well, the last 27 unanswered texts just say, hey, at like two in the morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but the, the most recent one says, hey, Ari's here. He wants to do a meeting. It's kind of funny because in the beginning, I thought that maybe Sarah would have a thing for Rooster. And then Rooster was really boring and never wanted to go on adventures with us. So I decided I didn't like Rooster. Whoa. Boring. Rooster roasted. was traumatized. <laughs> Roast, boom, roasted. Sorry, Rooster is a normal ass man who has been put through hell. I like Brittany. She's getting in the thick of it. Yeah, <laughs> remember when like a tentacle <laughs> came out of Rooster's mouth? And this fucking tried to kill hey. you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Good pivot. I left my motorcycle at the boat dock. Can I get to the retreat from here in a boat? We've established or that, I, I think. I don't. Or do I have to go all in the this way back? Boat. This is like a police boat. This is not like a motor boat. This is like a okay. almost like a yacht kind of thing. Um. Ray Ray can swim to his retreat, mm-hmm. but you would need you would need a smaller boat. This thing would get beached real quick. Okay. Ray Ray's retreat is like inland. Oh fuck! Is my car here? Is the cop car here? Uh, there is are cop cars yet? here. Yes. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look for my. I'm gonna wait till Donnie is completely out of sight, and then I'm gonna look for my car. Okay. Let's get an act under pressure to see if you can swipe the keys without him noticing. Okay, can I use I've read about this sort of thing and roll plus sharp instead of plus cool to act under pressure? Okay, yeah, then roll plus sharp. That is a 13. Fuck yeah. Wowzers. Then you have, you've read a whole book called Swiping (laughs) Keys When Someone's Not Looking. When Donnie Terrence isn't looking. By by Swipey McSneakerson. And you get those keys, and yeah, your old cop car is just sitting there. It's still... (laughs) You look at it, and maybe you didn't notice it this way back when you had it, but it is, like, the most beat-up cop car that that there is. Like, there are... (laughs) You know, there's, like, a piece of the bumper missing... Um, there's like a crack, a small crack in the windshield that they didn't bother fixing. But isn't it magicked? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's still, it's still magicked, but nobody uses it because it looks, it looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. Of, yeah. All right. Then I'm getting in this car. Nice. Vroom, vroom. Ah, uh, the original. <laughs> Should I turn on my berries and cherries? <laughs> no. It's probably illegal. I mean, it's already illegal, but you know. I mean, none of the cops are on. You're the closest Literally. thing to a cop yeah. in this city right yeah. now. Who's going to arrest you? <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go back to the retreat to meet Ari. Since Ari is back at the retreat waiting for his friends to return, we are going to move back to Ray Ray. Um, you just got this information, the location of the... Uh, of Bigfoot, um, but you also get a text from Rooster that says uh, Ari is here. He wants a meeting. What do you do? Uh, actually, I'll call Rooster. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, hey, hey, Rooster. I gotta get to the dump. I gotta get to the dump right now. Oh, okay. Um, I'll tell him you'll be a little bit. Uh, 
You taking the retreat garbage down there or something? Uh, they not, did they not pick up this week? I need to. I just. I need to go see uh, Leo. Actually, if you want to ask Ari if there's anything he can do to get me to the dump quickly, but I need to. I'm. I'm heading to the dump now, so uh, it might be ideal for Ari to meet me there as well. And if he doesn't want to, that's perfectly fine. But that is where I will be heading very quickly. Do you want me to put him on the phone? I mean, I've, I'm, I, I paused the game, so we're just we're just sitting here. Just tell him I'm going to see Leo, and it's very important that I go see Leo. Okay. Um, Ari, uh, he's going to see Leo. He said he'll be here. In, oh, wait, no. He said he wanted you to maybe meet him there or get him there. What did you say? Are you sure you don't want to just talk to him? This feels kind of weird. I feel kind of awkward. I'm, I'm running. I'm running really fast, man. I uh, <laughs> just tell him I'm going to see Leo. All right. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later, Ruth. Cool. Bye, bud. All right. Hey, he's going to see. <laughs> What's that, Ray Ray? What did he say? He's going to the dump. He said uh, he wanted you to come there. Was he being very obtuse like usual, or did he tell you exactly why he needed me? <laughs> uh, I mean, I offered to put you on the phone, but he said he was running really fast. He I, he seemed like it was pretty urgent. Um, you know, sometimes when you're when you got to get to the dump real quick, you uh, you don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> but Sarah texts me back; she's on the way here now. I'm a child, and that made me happier than it should have. I don't know. I wish there was something I could roll to let me know if I should go to Ray Ray or stay here and wait for Sarah. Yeah, if I'm being honest, I tried to not force you to come to the dump with me. I just tried yeah. to give you the option to think about going to the dump with me. You don't have to. That's <laughs> can I go into my coat pocket here and pull out my mirrored glass and take a look at the dump? Yes. Roll, this is your looking glass move, right? I feel like it's been about 15 arcs since I've used it. So. <laughs> Plus weird. Okay. Uh, six on the dice. Plus two is an eight. On a seven to nine, the mirror flares to life. You can see the target location or time clearly. Pick a glitch. Which glitch you got? I'm just, it's been a while. I'm going to say there's a problematic side effect. You see the dump. You see Leo's house, and you see that the front door of the house has been modified and made larger. Interesting. Which is odd. Um, it seems to be that there's like pieces of plating, maybe assembled stuff from, you know, maybe Leo's made. He's, you know, he's modifying his house with some of the, maybe he's taken up a hobby, you know, like a. Remember in the Iron Giant, the guy that lives in the dump, he starts building, <laughs> st building stuff. Maybe he was inspired. Don't know what that means. He was inspired by Merog to start making exactly. dump art. <laughs> exactly, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, even the shed seems to have been made larger with this uh, strange makeshift assemblage. What are, you, what are you looking for when you look, look around here? Danger. I'm looking for danger. Maybe roll read a bad situation, then. I can do that if you like. Plus sharp. Sure is. Uh, six, seven, eight, plus two is ten. You get to hold three. Are there any dangers that I haven't noticed? Um, You hear from the shed, 
you hear a continuous roaring, like a constant, like, Does it sound like the Bigfoot that kicked my ass? (laughs) It sounds a little bit like the Bigfoot that kicked your ass. Okay. What's the most vulnerable to me? Does that... Does that shed look like it can hold it? Uh, Because of the modifications, perhaps. You can tell that the joints and the bearings and the supporting pieces have been reinforced with metallic things. And Uh, as far as what might be vulnerable to you, you can see that pretty much any door that you can see is just wide open. To the shed? To the shed, to the house. Oh, God. What's what's the biggest threat, just for fun? I think you're watching this scene trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. You, maybe from like, from like away from the barrier of what you can see, uh, you see maybe like garbage is moving. Uh, from these huge heaps of scrap metal and piles of trash bags, uh, you see stuff just getting flung around in the periphery of your magic vision here. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely say that. I'll definitely say that. Like you can't really make out details, but you can tell that enough is getting moved with quickness and ease that. It's definitely not old man Leo out there slinging around big beams of metal. Rooster, would you mind texting Ray Ray back and letting him know that um, I presume Bigfoot to be active at the dump and he needs to be very wary of the storage shed and to watch out for flying trash and... (laughs) Also remind him to message me um, when he needs, and I will open a tear into the oubliette. You can't really, you can't really send, I mean, that's a lot to put in a text, especially if he's running, you know. Use emojis. Um, I hear you can shorten your messages with emojis. Okay, all right. Thank you. You've been quite helpful. You look back at your glass just before you end the effect, and you see that, um... The screen lights up with rows of runes, uh, the like the the surface of your glass, and it flashes your green magic, and then you see that the runes are in the dump, and they seem to be scurrying and crawling over the building, and you can hear metal screeching and bending with your uh, magic glitch here. Uh, And then the scene ends. I'm sure that won't be an issue at all. (laughs) Ray Ray, you said you're running. I guess you want to know limits your way there then. Yeah, through the creeks and the swamps and the trees. I'm just trying to get there. Wait, did you say trees? (laughs) You're like, I'm I'm picturing you sprinting and then diving into a pond and then jumping out of the pond and then swinging George the Jungle style to another tree. I was was literally about to say just, I'm going straight, Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle, just get to the dump. (laughs) Outdoor parkour. (laughs) Oh, man. Um... There's like a kid with a lollipop, uh, <laughs> and you, you. I take the lollipop. <laughs> you take. The lollipop. <laughs>
The kid starts crying. Yeah. I need some sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why don't you roll no limits? Uh, let's see. That's eight on the dice plus three. That's an 11. You move with the speed of a crocodile mm-hmm. swimming right past the Great Pyramids. <laughs> and you make it to the dump uh as i'll even say the runes these runes are still shining you can see fey runes shining on the buildings around you um your phone buzzes in your in the pockets of your board shorts yeah as rooster texts you whatever ari told him to text you well uh he did something oh oh he did something yeah yeah you also see that Leo's buildings have been heavily modified here. Okay, first things first. I'm currently in my form. I'm not looking for Leo. I mean, at this point, you have a high enough control over it that you could come down if you wanted to. Yeah, the tricky thing about that is I want to be in this form for Bigfoot and the other form for Leo, and I feel like that's just (laughs) a little too much dancing there. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to find Bigfoot first, which Ari told me to check the shed. As you walk up to the shed, the metal of it is bending and warping. And before you're able to look inside, uh, you hear the roar of Bigfoot and you hear uh, something unclasp like some metal bends just the wrong way and uh and bigfoot is free but when you get up to the shed you don't see anything in it you hear you hear some commotion going on in the dump but you definitely heard roaring from the shed and you heard metal tearing and bending and I do know that he can turn invisible. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to use my senses and to smell him out like I did before. Okay, I believe this is investigate a mystery. Okay. Ah, uh, there it is. That's a five. <laughs> we made it, guys. I did it. <laughs> I did. Three episodes without one. You finally got it. Congratulations. Here's what I will say. You can't smell Bigfoot because there is a more pungent smell. Uh, Some horrible stench wafts into your nostrils as you try to take a big whiff to to sniff this creature out. And something completely blocks this. And you feel the impact of Bigfoot tackling you. Bigfoot has leapt from this shed wow okay you get kicked by bigfoot here for four harm what bigfoot's got a big kick that's well, great i take three i feel like that fucking eats you yeah it hurts i'm gonna try to heal it fair let's get that that's gonna be a 10 so i heal three okay so i yeah, actually cool. didn't take harm that's probably that's probably for the best here, to be yeah, honest with I, you. Yeah, I know. I don't feel bad for anything <laughs> at all in this because I I feel bad. Not sure that this is the blaze of glory, the particular blaze of glory we want Ray Ray to go out in. Yeah, I I I have a pretty good 
good feeling of the situation that I am currently in, and I feel like I need to use to the best of my ability all these good things that I can do. You feel invisible, Bigfoot. I love this sentence. Yep. You feel invisible, Bigfoot, kick you square in the chest, and you fly toward the garbage heaps of Leo's dump, and you just, like, not quite Dragon Ball Z levels of mountains exploding as you, but you know, you fly straight through a pile of garbage and it just like scatters as you move through it. Um, your, your powers, your Atlantis powers are able to regenerate your flesh as you, as you take this harm and you are more or less fine, uh, but you land in the center of the dump. And you hear something, uh, notice, take notice, something that has been rooting around here in the dump. And you see, peering at you between two pieces of metal, a pair of glowing orange eyes. And the Mayaka swamp ape moves the garbage aside and begins to stomp towards you. And it says... Well, hey there, Ray Ray. I see you brought me some fresh brains. No. I really appreciate that. That sounds good to me. St. Anne Island. St. Anne Island. Okay, there we go. For some reason, I want to say Aunt Anne's Island. Auntie Anne's oh Island. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's pretz- fucking pretzels. <laughs> so many pretzels. I love it. It's an <laughs> island of pretzels. Perfect. Heaven on Earth. Do I want to go when I die? That sounds fantastic. <laughs>